MILF Talk is brought to you in part by Casper Mattresses. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com forward slash MILF. That's M-Y-L-F. Hello and welcome to MILF Talk, Make Your Life Fabulous. I'm Sophie Venable, psychologist, life coach, mother of two, and author of MILF 101. That's M-Y-L-F. Whether you're married with children, single, divorced, or all of the above, I'm talking to you about life, relationships, and sex, and how to make it all just a little more fabulous. So today... I ask you, is your life story worthy? (laughs) Do you have fabulous or at least interesting stories? Even your bad stories, can you see how they make up the puzzle of who you are today? Well, my guest today is quickly becoming one of my favorite ladies on the planet. I read her book, Pit to LAX, My Story Worthy Life, and I think I've developed at least a first level girl crush on her. She's awesome. She has her own show here on Sideshow Network called Storyworthy, which is super fun. But the most important thing you need to know is that she has a book available on Amazon. It's awesome, and you should read it. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Christine Blackburn. Yay! Yay for me! Oh, Yay thank for you. you so much. Congratulations! Thanks, man. It's you a big did deal. It. Yeah, it takes quite a while, as you know. You actually, you inspired me, Sophie, last time I was on your show. Last time I was on MILF Talk, I was looking at your book, Uh um, MILF Talk 101, and the size of the book and the way the spine was. I just like liked the look of it, and it gave me further inspiration to finally publish it. Well, I'm so happy. That's it's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. love your book as well. Because I was going, well, thank you. Well, let's just talk so, about how much yeah. we love each other's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound pathetic. So, it's very LA. No, well, yeah. So you have your people call my people. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, okay. So that's part of the reason you decided to do this. What, tell me a little bit about Storyworthy and like, that notion and what made you finally decide to put yours into a book and yeah, all right. that. Uh, Storyworthy podcast has been going since July of 2010. I was inspired by Adam Carolla and Mark Marin, their shows, but then mm-hmm. I was also inspired by The Moth. Uh, the Moth is the New York telling, uh, New York New York City storytelling show that's been around since 1997. And anyway, they, they're all in different cities now, The Moth. And in L.A., there's three a month. And, cool. you know, you go to The Moth, uh, anybody can get on stage. They pull names out of a hat. So if your name gets pulled, oh, you wow. go on stage. They pick 10 storytellers and tell a five-minute story. So I used to go around town and do a lot of moths, and that was another one of my inspirations. And anyway, oh, cool. um, yeah, I, I have a lot of stories because I've, I've led sort of an interesting life and didn't get here to Los Angeles till I was 31. So the book, Pit to LAX, is really about anybody out there who has, uh, who's from another city and who's wanted to come to Los Angeles and they don't come or they put it off. Right. Or maybe not even LA. Maybe yeah, maybe just, they want to go to Chicago right, or it something. It was just getting yeah. out of their comfort zone. Yeah. And you may as well just go for it because... As you know, perhaps you've heard, life is short. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps you've heard. It is in the scheme of things, in the scheme of eternity. Right. Life is like this particular life that you know and can remember right now, like whatever you agree on in right. this plane is kind of short. It's so short. Yeah. It really is. And especially yeah. when, you know, especially if like kids getting out of college and stuff and they're like 21, 22, they don't know what to do. It's like, take your time. You don't want to settle down. Who wants to settle down at 23, 25, 27? You know, you got to live a little. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because I do have friends who had their kids young. Mm. Right. So now their kids are launched and grown and they're only in their 40s. Are they doing things? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So that's kind of a cool thing, too. That's another way. Well, that's another way. However, if you do have those kids, then that's what you have to think. I didn't yes, have my it's kid, a, but it's a different way of thinking. Right, it you is, have to change still. it though, because that's your life. Right, so where you're living, so you're gonna skew. It's gonna skew to like that was the better decision. Well, yeah, of course. Right, I mean, but I'm trying know. to. My book is trying to reach the people who are now 22, 23, 24. Uh huh. And I mean, it reaches everybody, but the idea is to get out of your comfort zone. Like, and you and never go for know it. what's gonna happen. Yeah, and like the, you never the know. that which you think. Is your reality, like in the Love Hurts chapter. Oh, yeah. You know, that what you think is your reality right. is like, it's just... Uh, it wasn't my reality. What you think. Right. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have... So, I, I don't want to give away all the stories here, but but can, yeah. which was the hardest story for you to share? Um, that maybe that Love Hurts one, which was about oh, yeah? my, my first husband who um, got another girl pregnant, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I'm flexible, Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> but not that flexible. You know, it's like I'm open-minded, I'm flexible. Uh, but, but I, I was a flight, I was a flight somewhere. attendant at the time, and he was yeah. a musician, so I was always out of town. Yeah. So the fact that I didn't see that coming, I really still feel <laughs> sort of naive about oh, that. You know? I know. I mean, but I was like 25. You yeah. know, I was quite young. So, but you know how? I mean, how often like somebody is, you know, you realize that your husband well you don't realize that your husband's working out an awful lot and he's seeing his trainer like three days a week and he's right. really super committed and yeah. then it's not until he's married to his trainer yeah. that you kind of figure out oh do you know I was, one you know, time i heard and this this i heard this when i was still with my husband okay this time i was like 25 years old mm-hmm. and uh we weren't having a lot of sex mm-hmm. we'd only been married one year and I remember somebody saying to me, if a guy doesn't want you to go down on him, then he is somebody else is blowing him. That's the bottom line. I well, you know, so it happens. I I'm pretty much him. I kind of agree with that. I sort of have this theory that if you're married and you're not having any sex, yeah, then your man is either not well, depressed, or getting it elsewhere. Mm. Now getting it elsewhere could be porn. And masturbating too much or just flat out getting it elsewhere right because we didn't get married to be celibate mm. so as much as you know i think there's this this idea that it's like oh if you sex isn't the most important thing in your relationship you know you want to marry your best friend and you know the sex part shouldn't really matter after a while and it's like uh no it should matter it, it should, should matter, matter and sure. it matters to him whether you like it or not we're wired in kind of a you know a simple we're way animals. At the, we're at the end of the we day. are we're mammals baby <laughs> exactly so that's what happened with that first well, uh, a, a husband and you don't and get that in your 20s you're like oh but it's so romantic I remember saying yeah. to him you know this is interesting that you don't want this because I heard what I just said and he goes what and I go yeah I heard and I thought it was just funny at the time I said I heard that you you must be getting it somewhere else ha 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 and because so, I was so young, I he just, was like, ha, 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 I, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the doorbell. Yeah. yeah so he, he so that was, in fact, what was going on. And and uh, uh, yeah, kind of 
Yeah, so that was a hor- sort of a hard chapter to write, but I'm so far removed from it. It was in a way enjoyable to write because I got to add a lot of references to the uh, 80s and 90s. That's the time, you know, it was the late 80s, early yes, 90s. Yes, And so the references oh, are really funny. Oh, the picture funny. is, is yeah, very so well painted. It's right, right, right. fantastic. So that's sort of I can fun. smell the hairspray. So, yeah, one of the harder chapters then to write was probably about being ill, you know, and surviving mm-hmm. cancer. And just kind of, it's not just cancer. It's about getting ill in any way out of the blue. When you think you're young and strong and 31 and I'm a vegetarian and I run five miles a day and I'm, you know, and I had just, you know, gotten a physical exam in order to get into the Peace Corps to backtrack a minute, you know, yeah, because it was in the Peace Corps that I was diagnosed with cancer. So it was kind of like it just came out of the blue. So uh, part of the book deals with uh, trying to... You know, as you know, part of life kind of blindsided. Part of life, part of the the greatness of life is knowing that it's very finite, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a we all know we're gonna die, right? So with that knowledge, it's better to try to really live, you know, life to the fullest. And when you get close to like a little death scare, like cancer, Mm -hmm. then it gives you that sort of appreciation. So I think it sort of kept me young in the long run, you know, because now I'm now I'm 18 years cancer free. I'm 18 years Yay! out. Yeah, so it's a, and I've been that. out. I still get CAT scans and stuff mm-hmm. now and then, but I'm, you know, I'm cancer free. But I still, um, I really try to live um, kind of like a goofball, really. <laughs> you are a little goofy. <laughs> <laughs> but that is but your most like endearing quality. Playful. I yes. try to be like kind of playful <laughs> and I have a daughter and so we're always kind of active. Nice. Yeah. The hardest one for me, uh, not I wouldn't say the hardest. I think the most poignant one for me mm. that and maybe because a friend of mine and I have been talking about this topic quite a bit lately was um, your loss of innocence. Loss of innocence story. Read rape. Rape. Yes. (laughs) And um, it's not really one of the funnier chapters. No, it's not. Um, Boy, did it stick with me for a long time. Um, Because, you know, I have a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old, two Mm. daughters. Mm. And I literally was sitting next to my daughter when when I was reading your book. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I took, you know, sort of took a breath and I looked at her and I... And I had a little discussion about it. You know, I said, look, I just just don't go up to boys rooms. Okay, (laughs) because it wasn't uh, his room. It was or well, yes, you know, but but the notion of it was very interesting. And you just my friend and I have talked about trying to figure out the mentality of young girls. What We don't want sex like when we're 15 necessarily. Right. Like, right. you know, what? like when somebody says, do you want to go talk? Mm-hmm. You're thinking, great, you choose me. You like me. You want me. You want to talk to me. You might want right. to kiss me. You might right. want to make out yeah, with me. 15, oh, my God, right. there's tongue. Right. Like, 15, he must be really into me. By the way, back then, 15 was very young. You know, maybe oh, now that's is, like, you know what? 15 is still young, but even then, I mean, I was, there were, I'm just saying there were no R-rated movies for me there was right. no HBO there was no nothing on television yeah, you didn't have seen. like was, uh, internet was like, full of porn at your fingertips yeah, I was yeah. next to Amish I mean I'm just saying yeah. it was I, I get it yeah <laughs> and 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 yet when I look at uh, when you're reading this and you're sitting next to your 15 year old daughter 15 yeah. is fucking young yeah 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 you know like know. you're just like she's a baby she's you know baby. you're just a baby and and I basically what I said to her is you know because she, she we've talked about everything my, my daughter's very open with me and I said you know I have no problem with you being a sexual person. Like I want mm-hmm. you to ultimately have a great sex life. I just want it to be your choice. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. And 
you know, it I needs just, to be. It, it needs just to needs be. to. Yeah, that's all. I just want it to be a positive experience. You know, I know it's really and sweet when I hear those stories. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. And here's what's really cool about buying from Casper. It's completely risk-free. Not only do they offer free delivery, but they offer free returns within a 100-day period. It's that simple. Because you know you go and lie on a bed for four minutes in a showroom, and then you make this enormous investment. And there's nothing to say that that's really going to be the right bed for you. So you get to try this out for three months or more. And then if you really don't like it, you can return it completely risk-free. That's amazing to me. So try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. They're made in America and obsessively engineered at a shockingly fair price. So go to www.casper.com forward slash MILF, that's M-Y-L-F, and get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody, before we get started, I really want to tell you about BoxyCharm.com. This is a beauty subscription box, and they send you full-size products. It's so cool. I'm looking at these gorgeous lipsticks and name brand cosmetics and it, they promise a value of $95 a month or more, but it's got to be more because these things are full-size, high-end cosmetics. And shipping is free, and there's no long-term commitment. So definitely check out BoxyCharm.com. And it's fun. Um, because along with StoryWorthy, we play a game called Shotgun StoryWorthy. And that's basically when people spin this big wheel that has different topics on it. And one of the topics is virginity. Mm. When you land on the topic, you tell a one-minute story. So over the years... I've heard a lot of virginity stories. I bet. Yeah. And when they are uh, sweet and consensual mm-hmm. and, you know, we were in college and then he went and did this and I went and did this because we knew we were going to get together. And there was like there was like a build up and a setup and a space and privacy and, con- con- you know, con- consent. Consent. Yes. It really is a much better story. Oh, it's. And I always love so heartwarming. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's, I'm so I know. Heartwarm. It makes my my heart warm. Yeah. Yes, to hear so, those stories. So right. So the, that's one of the chapters in my book. That's what we're talking about. Is that you know I did not have that good first experience, and so that makes me happy though that you you know that you kind of gained something from it. Oh, I did, and it, it just you know just gave me another window of opportunity to talk to my to talk to my daughter. But what I was happy to to go on and read was uh, that you did have a nice, healthy sex life after that. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Good girl. Especially in college. Right. Oh, my goodness. So, so silly. Yeah, so. I had little periods in my life that it would be like that. Yeah. After my first marriage, you know, there were periods of, in my life. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. That's mm-hmm, what, you know, mm-hmm. like I kind of wish that for everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm like on a roll right now. I'm in a, like, I don't even, I Wait, are you you're you're with the same person? Yeah, you with the, yeah, yeah. You're with the same. You've been with this guy for like seven years, right? Mm-hmm, almost, yeah. Okay, and are you married? Or are you they're thinking no, about? No, we're we're not getting married because you have two different residences. Yes, and so how we does live that around work out? the corner from you each live other. around and how does that work out? <laughs> Do you borrow a great. cup of sugar? Or? Yes, totally, all the time. Do you have? Do meals? you guys have any bananas? Do you have any meals <laughs> Here together? We text each other. Do you guys? Okay, what do we? Have, you know, sometimes we have dinner together. We run back and forth. To the does it occur to either of you that you could live in one bigger place? Oh, or? yes, but. You remember we have six children between the two of us. Yeah, that's what makes it so tricky being middle aged, and we are middle aged. Yeah, not I mean, tricky. Me, Don't live together. 
Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Let me make but, it easy maybe, for you. <laughs> there's just, there's so many people involved. There are so many. So you've got uh, you, your girls, needs, your ex-husband. Agendas. Your ex-husband, and if he's married. He's living with his somebody. Okay, so yes. then there's five right there. And then you're, the guy you're seeing, mm-hmm. he's got him, his ex, how mm-hmm. many kids? Four. Four kids. Four kids. You know, and then remember, now two of the kids, are they're 19 and 23, the daughters, but... Well, let's see. The twenty-three-year-old stayed there last night. So, um, you have and then like, the nineteen-year-old has a boyfriend, very serious yeah. boyfriend, and then her parents. This is like two so dozen people. It's a million people. It's unbelievable. And um, and I think that what's nice about the not living together part is that ultimately, when it comes down to it, you yeah. know, you got a million people and you got all these agendas, right? Right. But the agendas don't have to clash day to day, right? So you, I still have autonomy. Yeah. Within making my decisions about my household, my parenting, my kids, yeah. all of those things, you know, whereas when you blend families, right, people try to maintain some autonomy and like, so you don't, what do you, you think know? ultimately when the children are out of high school or a college that you think, well, maybe we will move back, we'll move together or. I'm totally on the spot here. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, 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 we do. We talk about, of course, we won for no other reason. I mean, it's nice to, you know, reduce your expenses a little bit. Yeah, and, and <laughs> like, a bed together. Um, but I don't want to move in together because of expenses. But um, do you run back and forth in bathrobes down the street naked? Not quite. And what is the address However, exactly? there, there have been, <laughs> there have been uh, some morning walks home in you know last night yes but it's so not shame shame is like a neighbor it's like a neighbor it's a neighbor oh but it's hilarious because i do think that there's some some moms in the neighborhood that think he's kind of hot you know sure so then in the beginning you know when they'd see the girlfriend like stumbling out in her short dress in the morning do you ring the uh, doorbell no what you should do is take a loaf of bread with you. Then you can say I was either borrowing a loaf of bread or I was lending him <laughs> no, a loaf see, of bread. I would be much more likely to be like, nah, it was just a little afternoon delight. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for you. Lucky me. <laughs> see, there you go. So, yeah, we um, we we make it work. It's That's... it's really nice because, you know, my house, I say it's uh, some days it's uh, the love shack and some days it's the red tent. Wow. So just back away. So wow. like my, my sanctuary yeah. is my sanctuary. <laughs> Did you meet because you're a neighbor? or did you meet somewhere else? No, we met on Match.com. You met on Match.com and by chance you were neighbors. No. One of you moved next to the other one. Yes. That is so intentful and specific, isn't it? Well, yes. I, I, I know nobody believes me, but I was intending by middle school to move West anyway because right. the schools are much better. I believe and you. And so I was. I, I was, you. So that's one I of the reasons you, I was happy to have my search the, down the street when right. I was on match. I was. I, I actually dated a couple guys in Thousand Oaks. I you see, know, and I so see. I was fine with like meeting somebody out that way. Mm-hmm. So for the first like I don't know year and a half or two years or whatever, we burned up the one on one between. Yeah. Man, you can. It's tough. When you're horny, you can get from Westlake to Encino in like 17 minutes. It's so interesting how short the distance becomes it's when because you, date you do somebody with a freeway in between you at first you think i can't be this geographically undesirable (laughs) and then the next thing you know you know you're thinking well shit to malibu i can get there in 24 minutes that's right (laughs) you know yeah it is really interesting it's very interesting so how did this become about my story where they like well no we're just talking about you know consensual sex and how nice that is it's very nice (laughs) (laughs) anyway no but i think everybody out there has a story and uh my game show shotgun story worthy is revolves around the idea that everybody has a story. So on this wheel that I have, this game show, there's 16 topics. And some of the topics are things like vacation, mom, 
childhood, pets, and so things that everybody has a story for. One of the topics might be kids. And if you don't have kids, you know kids or you were Mm -hmm. a kid. So the idea is that everyone has a story and how quickly can you uh, tell the story and and, in what period of time. So a minute is truly long enough to tell almost any story. People think it's a short amount of time. It's really not. Well, and brevity is the key to all wit. Was that was that Hemingway? I don't know, but the key whoever to said it yeah. was pretty smart. I think, I think it was and Hemingway. Brief. <laughs> <laughs> and brief. <laughs> he summed it up right so there. Anyway, so, so anyway, really, so everybody has a story. So ultimately, that yeah. would be my question is what what do you want people to walk away from? I want people to buy my board game, Shotgun Storyworthy. Uh, oh. It doesn't exist yet, but that's what I'm going for. Okay. And also to see the television show Shotgun Storyworthy because, you know, there's the dancing show. Perhaps you're familiar. The... Uh, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yes. And then there's, of course, American Idol, the same show. Yes. This is going to be the The storytelling show. show, The storytelling show. I love this. Because everybody has a story. And then it'll transfer to the board game. It's like Trivial Pursuit from the 80s, but now it's 2015 and it's all about us, right? So we all have our own websites, Blackburn. Mogul. Mo- that's story-worthy that's, media. Yes, that's what, that's and what that you want. And that brings me to my so, next topic. Okay, that brings me to story-worthy media. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, honestly, Sophie, because I have been doing a lot of different things, yes. I needed kind of an umbrella title. And so story-worthy media covers my publishing and my podcast and my game show and my social media services because I do social media for people. Well, Oh, well done. Yeah, well, you know, we'll gotta, gotta make it, gotta make a dollar. Ultimately, when people read your book, <laughs> they will be inspired like, to have seven jobs, not just one. <laughs> just, just They're not going the to buy it if you pants. say that. Oh. No. What do you want people to get from the book, Christine? Uh, I don't know. I think inspired. Really? No, it's truly. It's like an inspiration. And I'm like not mushy, mushy, inspirational person. But my story kind of speaks for itself. So it is inspirational. So there you go. I do it. think it translates that way. Tra- I do. I do. I think that it does. I think that in all of your. Um, tra- in all uh, of your humor uh, and all of in your tone, <laughs> you still inspire. Sadness. You do. No, <laughs> you know, it is. It's about. It is about moving forward. You, know, you get knocked down. You got to bounce back up. What is That's your option? Right. What is your option? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Do you want to sit inside the house with the TV blaring all day as like background noise and then just eat out of the refrigerator all day? Yes. Is that the plan? That is an option, and we do like to comfort ourselves with our options. Yeah, but. You're not. You're still going to wake up tomorrow, yeah, in your own shoes, in your own bed, in right. your own that right. you made. And I didn't. like jeans when they fit a little looser. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of the motto I live by. Let your jeans fit a little looser. Do you know what I mean, Roddy? Yeah, because when they're tight, and when stuff, they're tight, and you like, cross your legs, it hurts. Fuck, there's I ate binding. Too much. It didn't there's work. red marks. Right. So you just know? eat a little less. Let your jeans fit looser. That's I'm gonna. That's my uh, new that's wisdom. That's the that's the title of the next. <laughs> book loose jeans oh my goodness oh my goodness okay well i hope that you are all now going to embrace your story worthy life yes thanks to ms christine blackburn so i know i know you've just been plugging yourself for like the last five minutes but just let's let's give them an umbrella where the hell do they find you let's where do they find your book well you know what um because i want them to read your book okay storywithymedia.com that gives you everything storywithymedia.com gives you the podcast and the game show and the publishing and the book is there etc that's all you need to know (laughs) 
And your styling. <laughs> now right. you have a styling service, too. Instagram. Loose jeans for all. At Storyworthy. <laughs> and, of course, Twitter at Storyworthy. So oh, yeah. God, Storyworthy. I'm doing Instagram now, too. I think my Instagram is Make Your Life Fabulous. It's <sighs> a lot of fun. God, all that social media stuff. It's okay, fun. you can find me on Facebook at Sophie Venable and tweet me at Sophie underscore Venable. Uh, if you're on iTunes or SoundCloud right now, could you please click subscribe because that would totally help my cause be sure to download your free goal setting workbook from my website makeyourlifefabulous.com and my book MILF 101 is available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com thank you again Christine for being here a pleasure and thank you all for listening (laughs) 